0: You're listening to the Inner Process Podcast with your hosts, Mike Vaughn and Jason Van Ruhler. We're seasoned counselors and friends. and each episode, we discuss topics that help us live all around healthier lives. Listen in as we share personal stories, research, and our experiences as therapists. Thank you for joining us. And we are talking about changes. I know for me, with various changes, there is two things I have not understood Number one, that maybe this is something that I do need to take in really small steps. And I think the second part of that is I haven't given myself the license for that to be okay, right? Like Mm. if this thing's important and I need to change it, then when I wake up tomorrow, it better be changed. You know, like how
1: (laughs) I envision you doing that—that's fantastic.
0: You know, I have done that seriously. Like, and then you know, later that same day when it goes back to its old self, like, what just happened here? Why is this not different? (laughs)
1: This is you know? supposed to be different.
0: And then that cycle that we can get into, I think, which maybe this is a place to layer this is that when you try to make those changes and you have the wrong belief about the way change really occurs, then you add complexity because, well, then you start beating yourself up. Well, why didn't that work? And I thought I had all that figured out and now I'm back again. You know, and then guess I love what? the
1: shame sandwich. That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> you know, We're this is hard. It is hard so to it. change. Do you know what would make it better? Little shame let's, sandwich. Throw let's that throw sucker some shame in. Shame
0: there. on there. That's always let's totally that, do it. Hey, listen, nothing motivates
1: like shame. It's kind of like salt, goes with everything. You can sprinkle a little on here or there. Helps us out quite a bit.
0: It's well said because it's what we do. And then of course, when it's time to step back up to that change, yeah. I'm not gonna be quite as inclined towards that. Absolutely or I will walk more tentatively towards that thing. And so for me, it's been important to not only what you're talking about, understand that probably for most changes, except maybe the very smallest ones, there's going to be steps and stages to that process. And then number two has been equally important. And that is, you know what, if those steps and stages take six years, then it takes six years. And that's okay. Because practicing that
1: acceptance about it. Exactly. Which
0: is easy to say, you know, it's easy yeah. to say on the podcast. It's harder I'm, to do I'm going to hold you to
1: that. I, My I, question I that I, I think, though, is, you know, Mike, you talk about this decision took you six years to make. Obviously, you've changed since then. Has it gotten easier? And if it's gotten easier, what have you done that's made it easier? Um, or are you still six years into another decision?
0: <laughs> I'm always six years into some decision. It's just a matter of which one. No, listen. My kids, even for both my wife and I, are like, basically, come on, will the two of you just decide something already and just do it? You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. we get to that. No, you know what has changed? And this is really genuine. And it took a long time to get here. But as I sit here today, I truly am more okay with my process. And even right now, yeah, I don't know that I'm in a six year cycle with any change, but I'm in a, a longer cycle than. Maybe I would like in some ways, but it's okay. I I think that's what's changed. No, for those six years, there was. I mean, we're laughing, but I had plenty of consternation as to why am I not doing this already? Like enough talking about it, and even the friend and I that you know I was telling you about, we would even say that like, let's not talk about this at lunch again today. Like, you know, let's. It's a good friend. When are we going to do this? And. It just was the process. So I think what's changed for me anyway is being more okay with, not always all the time for sure, but more okay with whatever is that process and understanding the fact that we are created to have equilibrium. And if something is going to disrupt that, there is going to be a process to overcome that. I mean, we're not super people. We're going to need our process and then that's okay.
1: So you are a master of change. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm a long way from it.
0: I'm right there no, with not, you. So much I think of what you and I talk about on this podcast is about making changes and doing things differently, but it's about being okay with where you are as well. It's that balance, right? That thing that's propelling you forward to change. And yet at the same time, being just like you said very well earlier, accepting the current place
1: that you are. And, and being also, intentional about what to do next. You exactly. Know? I mean, I think about what you're saying, and I, I'm in an as we, you know, we talked about a lot, I'm kind of in a state of flux right now where everything is changing.
0: Yeah. You're loving this.
1: Yeah. I'm it's terrible. I literally, and I'll show it to you. We'll, we'll post it later, but I have this note on my computer that says it's going to be okay. Just focus on today. And that literally is what I need some days to just get through the day because this is really stressful for me. And even if it's positive stuff, it's difficult. And I would argue a lot of that is because it's messages that I received through my experience about what change means. But I guess first and foremost, I want to say it is difficult. The second thing is, I think the older I've gotten and the more I've tried to practice change, I've learned some things. And Hmm. it's probably been best represented in every week I go and I do jujitsu with my son, which basically is me getting the crap beat out of me by someone smaller than me for money. Trust hey, me, you're paying for this. Yeah, trust me, it's legitimate. But I, I just get beat up. And so one of the really interesting things about jujitsu is the harder you try to hold on to someone when you're stuck, the worse it is for you and nothing changes. Mm. Okay. And so in one of the first probably six months it took me to learn this, I would be sparring with someone smaller than me and I would just throw all my weight into holding on to them. And I would tire myself out. And what happened is that I learned that all this weight that I had, this weight advantage or height advantage, it actually was a detriment if I couldn't learn to let go. Because there were times where I just needed to let go and do something different. And if I did that, it would keep moving. But kind of like that initial change we were talking about today of leaving the job, I would often just cling on for dear life and say, I just want to stay here right? This is yeah. uncomfortable. It's taxing and tiring. If I can just hang on a little bit longer. And what I learned is A, I usually end up getting the crap beat out of me if I do that. So it's not very bright, but there might right. also be a life lesson there, which is if we're called to change, sometimes you got to let go, man. And yeah. that's hard.
0: It is really hard. That is easy to talk about, but when it comes down to it and you've got the death grip on the side of the railing and it's time to let the bungee go, it can be really amazingly difficult. Mm -hmm. Even with all the prep work and even with a certain knowledge that, Hey, I really think this is probably going to be okay. It still can be just really hard to do that. But I love that example, both from the perspective of you were getting beat up. And secondly, that, you know, that's like the perfect metaphor for, I think, what's so important about making that change, which is understanding, Hey, There just comes that point where I have to let go. Mm -hmm. And and interestingly, stop working against myself. You know, so we're talking about that state of kind of balance. But when you get to a certain point in the stages of change, to continue to hold on is also disrupting that state of balance, which is interesting. You think you're staying in the comfortable place, but you're actually more probably disrupting yourself than anything else. Mm -hmm. it's just that what that letting go process still, sometimes I think at that moment still feels bigger than the current disruption that I'm feeling, but may not be. In fact, I think a lot of times isn't.
1: No, I think it's often freeing to let go, but it's that fear that we have to overcome to get there. And so what I think about people that I see who are really, really successful is I almost think they've gotten really good at just letting go. They don't go down a lot of paths where you're exhausted and you're clinging on to something for fear of change, they get really good at just saying, yeah, I got to let this go. Yeah. This is taxing. I got to just let it go and make the change. Do
0: you think this is something that if we practice and we do it more, this process of letting go and then, then therefore uh, making these changes, do you think it gets easier? Do you think we become more well-versed in it? Is that been your experience? Not for me. No. <laughs> No, this is
1: terrible advice. I'm kidding. Yes, it gets easier the more you do it. But I think it's like going to the gym or anything else. It's muscular and and you have to improve that strength and and that muscle capacity. And if you're not doing it, it's difficult. So if we make a change, you know, if I take a year to make a change, it's going to be really hard to make another one because there's a year investment. Whereas if I say, okay, yep, I'm going to make three changes this week. At that time, it becomes something that's easier to do because we've done it recently and we know that we survived and that, you know, the world didn't fall apart or stop. Mm -hmm. And I think that empowers us to do that.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think that maybe raises a couple points. Number one, the idea that if there are smaller changes that are a little bit easier to do this process that we're talking about, the more that we do, potentially that makes it easier to tackle the bigger things. I want to circle back to something you said, which I think is really, really important in, in terms of the process of actually making these changes, whether they're, they are big or small. You know, I like what James Clear writes about this. He wrote a book called Atomic Habits, it's really good. And he says essentially, you know, if you make a 1% change every day over the course of, I forget the time, it may be a year or so, you're almost at a 40% different place than where you were. Now, I don't know what 1% looks like, but his and the same point that you're making too, is that if we can make any of the changes, things we want to do differently, small enough, we're not going to be so disruptive to our internal system that we're going to be able to tolerate that. And Mm -hmm. you know what, that will stick. And then the next day you just do that 1% piece differently again. And then, you know, over time, we know this works in finances. It works in everything in life. You've got that compounding interest type of an idea and that's really good. But it comes about in these really small incremental things. I think, for me, this is where I've gone wrong. I once, many moons ago, ran a marathon, right? And in training for that, I didn't get up the first day and go out and do a 10-miler. No, disappointing. I, I, I did a, like, 0. one mile Perfect. and then walked the rest. Yeah. Yeah you know, that's the thing. It it took what four to six months to be able to run that race. And the point was, yeah, the first day, probably I ran a mile. I don't even remember, but it was not that far. Mm -hmm. But over time of just adding a quarter of a mile here and a quarter mile there, and sometimes a half, then it started to accelerate and got easier and easier. And at some point was able to do it. And that's the thing about changes, I think, is we want to hit a home run at the first at bat. Of course. But in reality, it's better if we just say, you know what, today, the change I'm going to make in running a half marathon is I'm going to put on my shoes and go walk around my neighborhood for 20 minutes. That's the change. Or even smaller than that. And that's okay, too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what builds confidence. Because I think by the time yes. you were getting up to five miles and six miles, you've already kept your word to yourself a number of times. You're starting to feel more capable and positive, And that builds that momentum. And so I think it is really necessary to do that to get to that larger goal. But to your point, we get so stuck on that fantasy or that larger goal that it becomes yeah. really difficult to do anything.
0: Well, it's just very daunting because typically those larger goals require a lot of steps in order to achieve. And I think if you're looking at that, Way too much focus on the destination and not enough on the journey, which, yeah, I get that's cliche, but the point is,
1: I was just thinking, what a counselor thing to say, Mike. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. Well I, well, I am one, so
1: fantastic. It's, I've literally said that three times this week, but still, I'm gonna <laughs> razz you for it a little bit. <laughs>
0: it's true, it's true on many levels, and I think that. Yes, it's really hard to conceptualize ourselves as just doing this really little thing today. And how is that going to get me to this end goal? And it's okay to have the end goals for sure. What you're talking about, I think, is important as well. And that is consistency. The thing is that, yeah, maybe it's, this is small today. But if I do this five days out of seven, guess what? That's going to give me motivation. It's going to be encouraging. It's going to work against those probably bigger fears that are keeping me stuck.
1: Yeah, that consistency, man, that's a tough one to grab. But the it people is. who are consistent and disciplined, they will win every time. Just yes. hands down, it'll be easy for them because they show up. And that's yeah. not something I'm probably naturally wired for. I'm I'm more the, you know, pop in, hit the home run, you know, come back in three months. You're the designated hitter type.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just, you just
1: know, that's what Jason I want to be. But what people don't realize is the designated hitter has to practice every day too. They just don't get a hit every day. Exactly.
0: And they also get up and they miss it. And I would be interested to see what designated hitter percentages of hits are. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I think the consistency thing is the key. It's maybe that, you know, you asked what's different now for me. I think what's different is I'm more accepting of the fact that change is a process. There are stages to it. You don't just get into the box and hit a home run usually first time out. And that, really with enough consistency, and even if that's super small things every day, the change actually does come. I mean, think about what you and I are talking about. It took you a year, but you did let go. Mm -hmm. And here you are as a counselor. It took me six years, but I did leave. And here I am in private practice. Like the point is, yes, if you do keep showing up, it it will eventually occur if that is the change to make.
1: And that's the other thing is I think along the way, sometimes the whole goal is different. You know, I I think if we break it down small enough and we're consistently making those changes, sometimes the goal shifts. And that's really good because the danger in being the designated hitter is sometimes you show up and and you're hitting the wrong thing. Exactly. Doing the consistent progress helps us to really refine that idea. I mean, I I would think leaving my job and contemplating for a year about who I'm going to be, I can tell you with honesty that I didn't think I'd be sitting here, and and here is better for that matter. This is way better than I ever conceived, but I didn't know that. And my guess is you didn't really fantasize every piece of where you are today either. It's just what came from making those small changes.
0: No, I had this actually perfectly scripted out. This is exactly what I had planned. I hope you're happy. You just killed (laughs) that. No, I definitely didn't. How can we know? Know. That's the thing. I think we try so hard to be knowing about these things. And so that is often what we're striving for before we actually make the changes to know what is going to be on the other side. But in reality, that is not possible many times, oh, if not all the times.
1: And it's often better.
0: And it's often better. This is the last story I'll tell, but it just makes me think about this. And, you know, do you remember Indiana Jones, the last crusade, and he's going for the the cup right mm-hmm. and he reaches this point where there's this chasm this canyon and he's got to get across it and somehow his dad from dying from the other side you know basically tells him essentially like the bridge is there you just have to have faith and step out mm-hmm. but he had to step out before he knew that the bridge was there he just but that's the faith piece right and so he makes yep. i like I love this scene because he makes this giant step and sure enough there's this bridge there that's camouflaged. You can't see it. And then he throws dirt and he realizes it goes all the way across. And to me, that's a perfect picture of not only I think sometimes that process of change, like you take enough steps to you get to the point where you've got to take that step and it is going to feel disruptive. It is going to sure. feel scary in different ways, sometimes big, scary, sometimes smaller, but that's also where the faith piece comes in, because if you've taken all these steps and stages towards change, for me, I know if I continue to do this, then God is drawing me through this process. And so I'm, I'm going to have to get to that place of really just taking that probably final step in a way of faith and just making that big step and trusting that the bridge is there. And for me, I know the bridge is there because he's there but it doesn't mean that that giant step is any less scary it's just about we talked about this in the fear episode it's about taking the step just with the fear right you don't have to overcome the fear in order to take the step you
1: just i just think of course I, I would it. be afraid this is a big deal right. of course i'd be scared exactly i love that story that's fantastic right. i think that really captures it well and i think it also just speaks to that step was Scary for sure, but still easier than him trying to jump the whole thing without taking a step. Right. That's a good point. I mean, that would have been certain death. So I I think, yes, terrifying to take that step, but easier than attempting to leap the whole thing. Yes.
0: Very good point. And that then ties together, I think, all of what we're saying, which is understanding that there probably is a process to get to that final step. And that Mm -hmm. process is okay. Whatever that needs to be is what it needs to be because what we're really doing that I think is overcoming and working with the distress that we feel about changes and our bodies don't like that. So that's all right. But when we get to that final place, just like you're talking about with leaving, there is that moment where you have to say, you know what? I still feel afraid and comma and I'm going to let go Mm -hmm. and do this. And that's okay too. And it's okay that we have to do the comma and. Yeah, of course. Got to avoid the shame of that. Well. Or try to. You should. Okay, well, (laughs) I mean, we love shame, but.
1: Well, and the beauty of that is, if you're going to let go anyway, it just makes the process maybe enjoyable, you know? So the thing is, the longer you hold on, the more tired you get. And if it's going to happen anyway, you just kind of wreck the fun of making the change. So the faster you can learn to just take that step, the better it's going to be. And if something bad is going to happen, it's going to happen. There's probably not anything that step is going to do or or change. I don't
0: know if you've had this experience, but if the quote unquote bad thing happens, it typically still is really helpful Mm -hmm. in our lives ultimately. Well, good. I'm making changes. Oh, you're going to leave here and make some changes? I'm going to. (laughs) You're already trying to make changes. I'm
1: getting a different kind of coffee today. That's what we're talking about. Things like hey, that, we, right?
0: We said small. So small. I'm, I want to shame you for your tiny change choices, but I won't. <laughs> I'll just.
1: That is next episode. We will talk about judging your friends' change choices.
0: Let's do a whole episode where we just say the most shaming things that we can say to each other and see how that goes.
1: That yeah, sounds good. I bet mean, people would listen. People would listen. They probably would. Yeah. That'd be good stuff. Well, I think we covered a lot of ground today in the realm of change. Yeah. I think what I would kind of want to leave people with is just from us, just the comment that we get it. We're yeah, just we like everybody it. else in that sense. Uh, this is super Definitely. hard uh, in a lot of ways, even doing the podcast and kind of taking a step out there has been Definitely. difficult, at least for me. And me so too. if you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, yeah, it must be easy for them or easy for somebody else. Just know we all still struggle with that first step. Yes. That's tough. And some people practice a lot and they get better at it. But initially, we're all in that same place of fear and uncertainty and just wondering if it's really going to be a good idea. And so if you take anything away from today, no, you're not alone in, in the whole change game. You're actually quite surrounded. Right. And you can do it for whatever it's worth.
0: You can. And if it takes a while, that's fine. Yeah. Because that's the process.
1: Absolutely. We hope that you enjoyed this week's episode on change. Mike and I would also like to ask that if you've been enjoying the podcast, could you share it with a friend? We've loved getting all the feedback and comments thus far. Thanks.